to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. back to the Heads Up podcast. Uh, this time I get to do an Ask Anything with the junior high students from the college program. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know we've done a few of these. We did one with primary and elementary. We've done an academy one. And today we get to talk about junior high issues with three of our junior high students. So each of them has a Ask Anything question. I suspect um, I'll probably have some questions as a result of those. Um, but before we get into it, like every other podcast, I'm going to have the students introduce themselves. So they're going to ground, they're going to say their name, their grade, and who their homeroom teacher is, and then we're going to get right into the questions. So uh, let's start with you, Luke. Go for it. Hi, my name is Luke. I'm in grade 7, and my homeroom teacher is Mr. Gibson. Thanks, Luke. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Right on. Let's do grade 8. Hi, my name is Claire. I'm a grade 8 student, and my homeroom teacher is Ms. Corbett. Thank you, Claire. It's great to have you here. And last but not least, grade 9. I'm Aria. I'm a grade 9 student, and my homeroom teacher is Miss Green. Cool. Okay. Um, so, today's Ask Anything. Uh, Luke, because you're in grade 7, let's start with you. So, what is your Ask Anything question today? If you didn't have this job right now, what would, you, what would be your dream job and why? Yeah. That's a really tough question. I think it's hard for a couple reasons. One, uh, l most days this is my dream job. Like really uh, being able to be a part of Rundle College community and be in leadership and being able to help kids all the time I think is really important to me. So that it's really tough to think outside of that job because it is so close to my heart. I think if I was not to do a head job, I would likely, my dream job would be a teacher. Um, I come from a teaching background. I taught at the academy for a number of years and I love that job and sometimes I think um, actually working with pre-service teachers so people who are about to become teachers to work with them at a university level and teach them about what great teaching is because I think that's where you can have a huge impact on student learning and development so um, I wish I could be more creative in that I think anything in the field of education anything in the field of teaching uh, but also anything in that curiosity or innovation space. So I could see myself working for like a tech startup, for instance, and being very creative in that space. That would probably be really fun for a while, too. But I think it would always come back to education for me. Yeah, education is a big one. Luke, what, uh, tell me, what's your dream job? My dream job is to be a pilot and fly for Air Canada. Oh, wow. Cool. And that takes a lot of, lot of training. Hey, what, how did you come to that dream job? Um, ever since I was three, I loved airplanes and cars and all automotive vehicles. And it's been my dream job since I was really small. Awesome. Well, I hope, we, I hope you can get there. That, that is an exciting proposition. So thank you for your question, Luke. That was, that was perfect. Let's move on to uh, 
Great eight. Clara, I'm curious, what's your question? So my question is, do you agree with the No Tech Tuesday rule at Randall College? Right, and uh, great question. Thank you for asking it. I think this is a question like on the tip of the tongue of many people. So before I get into my response, Claire, back to you, what is Tech Free Tuesday for people who are listening to the podcast who don't have a clue what that's all about? So Tech Free Tuesday is one day a week on Tuesdays where the students are not allowed devices such as cell phones, iPads, and and computers outside of school use in the classroom. Cool. Okay. And I, perfect description. Uh, interesting enough, enough, I don't know if you guys saw the news yesterday out of Ontario. They're banning all cell phones from the classroom in 2019-2020 in all schools. Totally. So they, they took an extreme measure. That's a really big yeah. move. I think that's really interesting. Um, so I'll hone in on Tech Free Tuesday and then move from there. Uh, first, I totally agree with Tech Free Tuesday. I think the important distinction in Tech Free Tuesday is that uh, for non-educational purposes, technology is put away. For educational purposes, technology is totally available and uh, used, and I think that's really important. Um, but I do think there's something about us having to work with uh, everybody, faculty, students, our community, on this idea of uh, human capacity, so that human capacity to communicate person to person, um, whether it's in an empathetic or a personal or persuasive, any of these spaces are capacities that we risk losing if we don't practice. And unfortunately, uh, technology is such a draw, like there is such a um, draw to our devices that unless we take specific actions to help support um, the development of important human skills, then then we do run risk of, of not having you know those skills develop in our young people. And so for that reason, I do really love Tech Free Tuesday. You'll see me oftentimes in the lunchroom during that day because I see kids playing cards or playing Clue or playing board games or having conversations or drawing or doing these things and I really love that and uh, nothing makes me happier than you know getting in on a game of President or Uno or that that kind of game because I think it's a great way to connect. Um, yeah, and I think there's really something to human connection. That's why I really like Tech Free Tuesday. It's not not about being punitive or being having a punishment, but instead developing some really important human skills that I think we need to be successful as we move into the future. I think that's my my answer there. Oh, the other part I want to talk about, and I won't go on for long about this, but we talk an awful lot about this idea of digital responsibility in this day and age, in particular with our kids from grade four up, really. Um, but I think we live in, I know we live in a digital age. So my proposition would be to drop digital off of digital responsibility and let's focus on responsibility. So what does it mean for you and I to connect person to person? You know, yeah. are we having a good connection if my cell phone is out and on the table and I'm constantly distracted by snaps or text messages that are coming up? Um, I would argue that our connection isn't as good because I'm constantly distracted. So mm -hmm. as we endeavor to teach responsibility at Rundle College Society, I think it's important to scaffold on those skills through things like initiatives like Tech, Three, Tech Free Tuesday, which um, I'm clearly in support of. After listening to myself, I think, I think I'm think i totally in support of it. I, you guys would probably agree. Yeah, Everybody's like, oh yeah, no, he totally supports that. Um, but Claire, I'm curious though, and this is an honest question, like what is a grade eight student perspective on Tech Free Tuesday and like how does that look and feel and, and work in our schools? 
So I think you brought up a really good point about being able to connect with other people and your friends not through a screen. Yeah. But I think there are some downsides. Yeah, please. Such as, for example, I was trying to text my my mom one day right. about like when to pick me up and some personal things that I wouldn't want to. Of course. Like go through the school. Of course. And yeah. I got my phone taken away. Yeah. So then I wasn't able to text my mom. Right. So I think that's like not a good a good side of Tech Free Tuesday. Totally. Is totally. That way. Yeah. Right. And so it does limit that important. Yeah important you know communication with your folks and i think mm-hmm. like i could be off on this but i think miss allen would be receptive as would all of our principals to talking about like how do we communicate with our parents about private and important matters when we need to if it's a if it's a item of concern or priority mm-hmm. so i think and i think that's clear i think that's part of um being human honestly is like having those conversations where like this isn't working for me and this is why, yeah. and being able to have that dialogue, and you guys are all of the age as junior high students, uh, to be able to have those really important conversations with the adults in your lives, whether it's your parents, your principals, or your teachers, or me. Um, so I value that, Claire. I think that's a great perspective. Um, and I think if students and teachers come together around this priority of, you know, of learning to connect in this digital age in a human way, I think we'll find a common ground that is really going to be good for learning human connection yeah. and our overall well-being as we kind of celebrate being well here around the college so yeah i love 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 the question thank you for asking it yeah thanks for having me yeah of course okay let's uh let's move on to grade nine all right what, what's the question so my question is what did you have in mind for a career when you were in junior high and how has your life and education changed or shaped that original thought leading you to become headmaster of randall college today cool I love this question. I've answered it a couple of times because it's an interesting path. When I was a child, my parents were teachers. And so uh, they everybody kind of said, like, oh, Jason, you'll be a teacher when you grow up. And I really didn't want to be a teacher because I, I didn't have any interest. And so when I was in high school, I fell in love with chemistry. And I went to university for a chemistry degree. Um, and then when I got there, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I switched gears and went into business. It uh, wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and then I went into, I ended up doing a, uh, some work in an English degree, um, and then I went into education. And so my path went all the way through the sciences, humanities, business, and ended up in education. And I think it's an important lesson for all of us to know, because what we do know is that up to 70% of students who go into university do not graduate with the degree they entered thought, thinking they were going to graduate. So that's seven yeah. out of ten. So that means three of the four of us in this office will graduate university with a different degree than we thought we were going in for. And I think um, that's a real important part of a liberal arts education. When we talk about liberal arts, it's about being well-rounded. It's about the Renaissance learner. So if you do decide to go into science and that doesn't work out, you know in your heart that you've got the capacity to do something in business or in law or in education. And similarly, if you go in for ed- engineering, and that doesn't work out, you know that you've got the opportunity to do something else. Um, a really good story from one of our alumni recently, I was talking to her, and she went out of high school into um, business, and she didn't like that all that much, so she decided to do psychology and film studies, and that was her degree, psychology and film studies. But while she was doing psychology and film studies, she took a biology option at Queen's University and fell in love with biology, and is now studying medicine at the University of Calgary. And so that's the kind of path our lives can take if we you know, follow 
follow our interest really and follow what we're good at. And so, um, yeah, so that, that was my path to this job. Interesting. Yeah. And so I'm curious, what's, what's your interest as you move into your high school years and start thinking about post-secondary already, no doubt? Um, well, I'm really interested in the sciences. Yeah. I'm especially interested in the human body. So yeah. right now I want to be go into medicine when I'm older. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. And I want to put just a gentle plug in for a high school program and a, a program called Global Online Academy, where we have a medical sciences yeah. program, which would be really interesting for any kid who wants to go and study that and figure it out before maybe they go to university. I would like to enter the Global Online Academy and try that program out when I get to grade 11. Yeah, super, super exciting and interesting. So uh, keep that in mind okay. for sure. Now let's go back around the table. We'll start in grade nine this time. And I just want to hear, you know, let's just ask a question like, what's your, what's your favorite thing about attending a small school like Rundle College Junior High? And we'll go around and we'll kind of wrap up. So we'll start with you, Aria. Well, um, I really like how Rundle is a school that is not very big, as you said, a small school. And therefore, as students, we get to know all the other students in our grade. Yeah. I know schools where students don't know half the kids in their grade. Right. And then we also get to know the teachers really well. And I also don't feel lost, like in a huge crowd or a huge building. I always know where I'm going and I know my place. I love that. Thank you. And it comes back to connection, I think, in some of the stuff that we were talking about, the Tech Free Tuesday segment. Claire, what what do you enjoy about Rundle College? Well, I really love how you can really have a strong connection with your teachers. Yeah. And because the class sizes are so small, if you have a question, you're not afraid to ask because everyone's there and they're all... Like, it's so small, and you can just ask away. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And that can be, like, a good thing and a slightly intimidating thing, hey? Because you've all, the teacher's always there. Yeah, but it's a really good thing when you, like, when you're not understanding a subject. Yeah. They're always there to help you and ready to get you better. Awesome. Thank you, Claire. That's yeah. perfect. Thank you. And Luke, we're bringing it home with you, buddy. So uh, what's, what's your favorite part of the program? I like the small class sizes because I'm not the greatest at like all the subjects, yes. especially math. Yeah. So then they can always help you. Like if there's 30 kids in a small class, then you won't get as much help. You got it. You got it. Right on. I think that comes back to understanding your strengths and your weaks and embr- weaknesses and embracing them and also understand that everybody else has that kind of neural diversity in your class and and I think that's a really important part of of being small is having that empathy for one another. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being a part of this podcast. I really enjoyed our time and I hope our listeners do as well. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. Okay, awesome.